Who is the biggest value in the Los Angeles Rams offense going into the 2022 season? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome into the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I am Kate Majuk. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And as always, I am joined by my co-host, Marcus Mosher. You could follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Give the show a follow and hit that subscribe, Marcus. Uh, we are finishing up our team-by-team breakdowns, dynasty buys, sells, and holds today. We're closing it out with uh, a pretty decent team, I would say. Uh saving one of the best for last we're going to break down the los angeles rams today uh i'm i'm very excited about this team in general not just because they're coming off their uh super bowl last season but because i think there's a lot of interesting dynasty assets here that maybe you could get some value for maybe uh, there's there's some value to be had even with how highly the dynasty community values these pieces in general yeah we did save the best for last right super bowl champions there's a there's a lot of really intriguing parts of this offense that i want to buy uh and that i actually a couple of these guys i want to buy low on so i'm really excited to get into it okay give us your first or your biggest dynasty buy for the rams all right so this like this is a buy high guys but i'm buying into cooper cup who Uh, is finally properly being valued in dynasty leagues, which man, is it absolutely insane that it took him this long and it took him to age 29 uh, to finally be properly valued. He is at the highest his ADP has ever historically been. Uh, He's being drafted as the wide receiver three in dynasty leagues. And I think that's the right price to be paying here. Three straight seasons with 124 targets, never fewer than three touchdowns, 70% catch rate in each of the last four seasons. He's reliable. He's absolutely ridiculous in terms of target share. In over the last three seasons, period, he's had a 31% uh, target share. There's only one wide receiver who's had a higher percent team target share over the last three seasons, and that's Devontae Adams. Mm -hmm. Like, this guy is the center point of his offense. And now, man, he joins up with Matthew Stafford. They finally get like a competent passer. And Marcus, Cooper Cup finished as a wide receiver one in all but two of his games last season. Like, that is absolutely ridiculous. This dude is insane. How can you not be buying into that? as long as he's uh, continuing to catch passes from Matthew Stafford, give me all of the Cooper cup at that value. Cause I think he's going to perform and perform reliably. I've, I've got no disagreements at all. And actually I, if, so you said he's being drafted as wide receiver three in startups right now. But if you look at like expert rankings on dynasty league football, he's actually being ranked as wide receiver six, which means Kate, there's some value to be had, right? Because we see people ranking AJ Brown ahead of him, Debo Samuel ahead of him, CD Lamb. And I would trade all of those guys for, for Cooper Cup. The only two receivers that I'm taking over him without a doubt are Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. Yep. But I kind of fully expect Cooper Cup to outscore them this year. 
Okay, how many games last year do you think in PPR leagues Cooper Cup had under 20 and a half points? Uh, I'm going to say based on the fact that he was uh, a, a wide receiver one or two in all but one of his games. I'm going to say one. Yeah, three games under 20 and a half points. Uh, those games, seven for 96 against Green Bay, 18.6. Uh, seven for 92 against Seattle, 16.2. And then just a measly five for 64 against Arizona, 11.4. Like he was almost a lock every single week to give you 25 points. He averaged in PPR leagues, 26 points per game. Only two other receivers were over 20 points uh, per game. That was Debo Samuel, 21.2. Devonte Adams, 21.5. He was giving you a four and a half point advantage over the number two receiver on a weekly basis last year. That is insane. And I honestly, I don't see how it drops that much. It's going to dip a little bit. Maybe the touchdowns regress a little bit. But, I mean, Kate, like, it would be a shock to me if he doesn't average 20 points a game this season with Matt Stafford in year two. He's just, he's about as consistent and as safe as it gets. Yeah, and, like, the beautiful thing is that this isn't a – uh, I mean, like the historic production, yes, that is a, a one-time thing that we've seen from him so far. But I mean, we've seen the reliability. Uh, we've seen the high catch rate almost every season of his career. We've seen the high target share in years prior. So, like, we know who he is as a wide receiver. It's not like he's also never scored a touchdown. He had ten touchdowns back in 2019. Just absolutely ridiculous averaged 115.5 receiving yards per game this season uh ranked fifth among wide receivers in yards after the catch per reception so like he's still doing it on his own even though he's at the helm of a, a good quarterback i'm just I'm, I'm buying into him period yep uh and you know like even even if you want to talk about the the age factor he is older he's 29 years old heading into the season but you know what? Like, he's just, he's built like a tank, honestly. Like, not built like a tank, but he's hes built like a tank, man. Tore his ACL in 2018 and only missed eight games, Marcus. Outside of that instance, outside of the torn ACL, he has missed just two regular season games yep. in his career. Like, yep. reliable in every single sense of the word. Um, I have no concerns about his aging because, uh, I mean, he's a superstar. He's well, tied to this offense. He's tied to this quarterback. I, let's stop undervaluing wide receivers just because they are 29 years old. We've seen plenty produce into their 30s. And, and just to be clear, he just turned 29 in June. Um, so, And he's not like one of these traditional slot receivers like some of these players like Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, Cole Beasley haven't aged all that well because they're smaller and they were they need to rely on their quickness. Cooper Cup is quick, but he's also six foot two. Like he's so different than the usual slot receivers that we typically see. He's 210 pounds. He's he's gonna be fine. Plus, no team in the NFL is better at scheming their guys open than Sean McVay and the Rams. I don't know if you saw this stat. Uh, Kate from earlier this week, but uh, the percentage of times where he was covered one-on-one with a linebacker uh, was the highest in the league. I don't expect that to change. Like Sean McVay is going to find ways to get this guy in space and and get creative matchups. He's going to age just fine. I, 
In fact, if, if I had to bet on which receiver scores the most fantasy points over the next three years, I think I would take Cooper Cup. Like I, I just think he's going to be that consistent and that good over the next two, three years. Let's go, Cooper Cup, yeah. man. I'm, I'm all in. Uh, I just think he's like this is one of those few instances. I know we always play the the buy low, sell high game, but like Cooper Cup is one of those guys that I'm paying up for. And mm. I don't care. Just give me all the Cooper Cup and I'll take it. Uh, what are you willing to pay for Cooper Cup? Um, let's say you're a team that maybe has a little bit of wide receiver depth to spare. Um, what do you think about Cooper Cup for DK Metcalf in uh, a 2020? One one twelve, done. Time me up. I, I think I would give up multiple receivers after the top eight for Cooper Cup. Like if it was, let's say it was DJ Moore and Deontay Johnson, or if it was DK Metcalf and Terry McLaurin. Like that's the value that I would give up with Cooper Cup, and I wouldn't even think twice about it. Uh, Cooper Cup for. Or T. Higgins, one twelve, and a twenty twenty three first. Cooper Cup. Beautiful. Look at this. I, I just want to. I want to tie in this trade real quick, just because I'm like astounded. Because um, give me Cooper Cup. Uh, it's Cooper Cup and a twenty twenty three first round pick for Jerry Judy, the one oh five, the twenty twenty two one oh five, and a twenty twenty three third round pick. My God, uh, it's, I would do it, that all for Cooper Cup straight up. I mean, like period. Yeah, like back. Yep. It always just goes to show you, like some of these trades. I know they're not going to go down in every league. I always like to give those examples, but like when we're looking at the the dynasty league football trade finder, like those are real trades yep. that happen. Such a cool tool, and like it it shows you that these league or these trades do happen in real leagues, like. Yep. Yep, I Just agree. Bonkers. Go out Thank and trade for Cooper Cup. Cup is what we're trying to tell you. Uh, yeah. I want to tell you guys about one of our new partners, Dave. Hindsight is twenty twenty, and you can't change the past. But what if you could get a little bit help, uh, of help from your future self? Maybe you'd ask to borrow a little cash. Now you can with Dave. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some help, Download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from your future self. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That is Dave, D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Future you will thank you. All right, Kate, let's talk about our biggest dynasty sell when it comes to Los Angeles Rams. Who do you got? All right, Marcus, I'm going to make this a little bit of a twofer. If you're going to, if you'll give me some leeway. Sure, here. go ahead. Uh, may, may I have the floor, sir? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go, I, I'm going to make this sort of like a 
buy or a, a sell slash hold segment because I think the discussion for both of these players is intricately interwoven. I'm selling Cam Akers, who being drafted right now as of July's batch of Dynasty ADP, being drafted as the RB13 in Dynasty Leagues. I'm holding Daryl Henderson, currently sitting at RB48. Uh, that is behind uh, guys like Cordero Patterson, Melvin Gordon, who has uh, like ranked top five in touches in the NFL. Like, and we know uh, he's not like going to be scooting for a lead role in anytime soon. The the intricacies of these guys together, though, came when I was just doing my research for Cam Akers because I was realizing, um, it, you know, there are plenty of question marks about Cam Akers. Came back from the torn Achilles, did not look good. Like, I. I I don't know. It was if objectively bad. Take. He was just, was, he was bad. It was objectively bad. And I'm not saying that it's not um, like surprising. He came back from a torn Achilles, which like we know is a catastrophic injury. Mm -hmm. And we know uh, it's, it's difficult to see any players return from that injury, let alone uh, see these players perform well. Like it's, it's just kind of unheard of, but uh, over the last four games uh, it, in his postseason, uh, 3.2 yards per carry, 2 yards per carry, 3.6. Literally in the final uh, in the final championship game this year for the Super Bowl, rushed 13 times for 21 yards. Like, objectively bad, Marcus. It's it, it's not not good. Um, and did look a bit better, like let's say last postseason where, it, I mean, he just absolutely ran all over the Seahawks, ran all over the Green Bay Packers. Like, I don't know if he's the same player that he was before. I wasn't a Cam Akers fan coming out of college. I know I was in the minority. There. But, like, he, he played given the opportunity. But is he the same player? I don't know. And that price tag of Ernie is, like, uh, a little shocking to me. Among running backs with at least 200 touches in the regular and postseason since 2019, Cam Akers ranks the worst in uh, touches per broken tackle rate. He recorded 18.2 touches before he would break a tackle to uh, Daryl Henderson's 16.6 touches per broken tackle. So Henderson's been more efficient. Uh, he ranks behind Henderson in scrimmage per touch. And again, like all of these uh, these stats are, of course, impacted by his performance in the postseason last year. But uh, even in terms of rush attempts per explosive rush, so that's uh, 12 or more rushing yards, 11.37 rush attempts for every 12-plus rushing yard. I, like, excuse me, the... the uh, language here is um, uh, voluptuous, I will say. The point will stand, I promise. So uh, Henderson is more efficient. Uh, he had these explosive rush attempts almost at least the rate that Cam Akers did for every touch. I just think, like, across the board, Henderson was the more efficient player. And I think we have some of those question marks still st standing into this season. Uh, but Daryl Henderson, when he saw um, 
at least 12 rushing attempts in a game, averaged almost 17 PPR points per game. Um, even that in, outscores Cam Akers, even in the regular season. Like, in every single way, I think Daryl Henderson has been better than Cam Akers. Daryl Henderson is in the last year of his contract with the Ram. Not going to expect that he gets another deal. Who's to say that Daryl Henderson isn't going to lead the team in rush attempts this season? Uh, you know, health has been a question for Daryl Henderson. It feels like every time he touches the ball, there's there's a health problem. But, mm-hmm. I mean, RB48, you're not going to get anything for him. And you could be getting the teams leading back uh, if you hold on to him. I just think... This backfield is fascinating, Marcus. Yeah, and Sean McVay is fickle, right? Like some weeks he likes Daron Henderson, some weeks he likes Sony Michelle, and it's it, he very much comes from that Kyle Shanahan mold of running backs, where if you aren't dominating, and even if you are, we might just change things up just to change things up. One thing that's very concerning to me about Cam Akers is he's played in fourteen games now in the regular season. In ten of those fourteen games, he received one or fewer targets in the passing game. I mean, he might just not be a factor at all in the receiving game. On top of that, just one game in his career, over 85 rushing yards. Like, we're banking a lot on the potential that we saw at Florida State in one big game that he had during his rookie season. Other than that, we really don't have anything to to show why he should be valued as a top 15 running back. But here we are. So I agree. I think I think I'm holding Darrell Henderson and I'm I'm selling Cam Akers because that price tag is just far too much. And if you can sell him for I, I listen, I like Nick Chubb quite a bit more. If you can upgrade Cam Akers to Dalvin Cook, I think that's fantastic. If you can go get Derrick Henry and something else, I I I like that as well. So I'm total agreement with you there, Kate. I want to talk about uh, another dynasty hold that I have. Uh, but before we do that, I want to tell you about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports development, league, league reviews, and news, including MLB, which is going on right now. We've got golf, UFC cards. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Kate, let's talk about Allen Robinson. Their new Ooh. addition this offseason uh, paid him a lot of money. Maybe a little bit shocking that they went out and, and signed him to a big deal. I, I don't really know what to do with Allen Robinson yet. He's currently being ranked as wide receiver 37. That feels a little low to me, but this could also be one of these things like, we get into the regular season and they're just not using him. Like he's five for 62, four for 40. But it wouldn't shock you also if it's, hey, this guy is back to being the alpha that we saw in Jacksonville and early on in his career in Chicago. That's why I'm, I'm probably just holding and waiting to see what happens there. Yeah, I think this, I mean, it, it, the price tag definitely reflects the the recency bias. We saw a huge, huge dip. Um, in in everything for Allen Robinson last season. And like even more so, I think like the scarier part was he just didn't look like he was playing with his his heart. Yeah. Like I hate to be yeah. like super cheesy, but like career low yards per reception only scored one touchdown, which like 
the only season where he had ever not scored uh, at least two touchdowns was when he tore his ACL and missed the whole season. Like it, it it's really, really tough to, um, I think have a player on the field for 12 weeks and, uh, you know, his upside and then see him come out with 410 receiving yards on the season. But Marcus, like this dude has been just such a monster, almost, mm-hmm. uh, just under, uh, averaging over a hundred catches per, uh, per season, um, in his time in Chicago over the last two seasons, prior to his 2021 performance like it's just um you you wonder is your heart in it is um was health a factor there's just so many question marks we know there was a bit of a dispute between Allen Robinson and the team there the dynamics in that building were off like it just was not was not a conducive situation for production but i mean can you think of a better situation to put him in for a bounce back year like i i don't know i'd be curious as to what his uh comeback of the year odds are because i'm gonna be honest the the candidates so far on the slate like not overly inspiring um like you've got what we said Jameis winston and um deshaun watson like i don't know give me Allen robinson uh for comeback player of the year. Well, Uh, one of the reasons why is he could just see a ton of targets. Like we were seeing last year, Robert Woods, before he got hurt, he was averaging eight targets a game. You know, that's about 140 targets over the season. If, if Allen Robinson sees 140, 150 targets, he's putting up at least 1100 yards and he's probably a pretty good bet to score double digit touchdowns. So we've seen Robert Woods perform as an RB or excuse me, as a wide receiver too in the Rams offense. We saw Odell last year playing as the number two receiver opposite of Cooper cup performing as a wide receiver too. As long as Allen Robinson can stay healthy. I, I mean, I expect him to finish as the wide receiver too. It's just, can he stay healthy? And what's the upside? What's his week to week projection look like, but I'm still in. So that's why I'm holding it. Allen Robinson, by the way, plus 2000 uh, to win comeback player of the year. Yum. Give the one. I like it. Like it a lot. Give me that. Uh, all right. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We want to thank you for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL Podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. Follow the Locked On NFL podcast wherever you get podcasts, all the same places that you would download the Locked On Dynasty podcast. Uh, you can check us out over on YouTube where we post shows uh, every week. You can check out us on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. You can follow Kate at FF Ball Blast. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We finished our 32 team previews. Now it's time to start getting ready for the season. We uh, got the Scott Fishbowl starting on Monday. If you are a big fantasy player, you know what that is. Uh, but we'll get you ready for some training camp news that's going to happen later this month. We've got a preseason game in less than four weeks, which <sighs> seems incredible. So it's, uh, it's going to be a busy time. It's all happening. Di- it's yeah. real. Yeah. We've made it, Dynasty fans. We've made it. We'll see you guys <laughs> right back here on Monday. Bye, guys.